Welcome to Disability Matters with your host, Joyce Bender. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this show are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. Now the host of Disability Matters, here's Joyce Bender. Hey, happy Valentine's Day to everyone. So I hope you don't eat too much chocolate today. But I guess if there was a day I was going to indulge, this would be the day. And special shout-out to my friend Yoshiko Dart. Yoshiko, I hope you are having a great day. You know, I always thank our sponsors, lead sponsor, Highmark, uh, AudioEye, and Covestro for supporting this show. So what a great honor it is for me to have the CEO of AudioEye as my guest today. And Todd, thank you for sponsoring this show for the thousands of people across America that listen and throughout the world. Uh, you're helping me make a difference, so thank you. What an absolute pleasure to be on your show. First of all, happy Valentine's Day to you and to all your listeners. I mean, just the fact that we uh, can be, be a participant on this show just makes us honored all the time. So. It's a pleasure for us to, to support such a great institution in this show. Well, thank you so much, Todd. And, you know, if you read Todd's bio, it is extremely impressive. And he has been, he's a very successful entrepreneur, but he's had various leadership roles. And now here he is, the CEO of AudioEye, a company that does what? Accessibility accessibility for people with disabilities. Um, so here's my question. What attracted you to take this role at AudioEye? Well, Joyce, to be honest, uh, it, it came about sort of in a nefarious way, but it was introduced to me by uh, our now executive chairman, Dr. Carr Bettis, who was an investor in this great technology that uh, issue that very few of us at that time, three years ago, knew anything about and that is digital accessibility. Um, and I have to be real honest with you. I just fell in love with the mission. And when you talk about the fact that we have a company that's focused on helping to eliminate, you know, all the accessibility barriers there are to digital content in the world, you can't help but just immediately fall in love with it. So I'd worked for IT companies in the past, Joyce, and I will be honest, I was flabbergasted to know and to be so unaware of the issue of digital accessibility. Um, now, we had performed hundreds of software implementations in the past in, issue, in companies that I was in, and the issue of digital accessibility was really not a very pertinent issue. Um, that, you know, it was five, ten years ago. But So I keep asking myself every day, how did I not know about this being so involved in IT? And Probably more importantly, Joyce, how could we have built the world's largest infrastructure, that being the Internet, and made it difficult or even impossible for up to upwards of 15% of the world's population to, to access? I mean, how does this happen? So I was compelled immediately to, uh, to just uh, see the social impact that this company can have as well as the, uh, the world of digital accessibility and the need for good for a good solution, and um, I, I believe I believe in this fabulous team, and I believe in the fabulous mission, and I believe in the people that are a part of this company. So I couldn't help but fall in love with it and join it. So a year and a half ago, um, I joined the AudioEye team, and it's been uh, just pleasurable ever since. And you know what? Something you said really had an impact on me. It is amazing that if you would do a survey just walking outside, you know, in some big city interviewing people on the street, I bet they would have no idea what do you do if you're blind uh, or deaf and you're trying to order something on some site that is not accessible. I'm sure they yeah. don't know because just as you said, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't even come to people's mind. Like, right. they don't even know to think about it. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, and as a matter of fact, just yesterday, I met with someone from my alma mater, and I told him, hey, look, he's new there. And I told him, look, you need to talk to AudioEye uh, again with some of the new things he has going on. 
Uh, and it's amazing how many people will say to me, oh, well, we're working on something, you know, for low vision or to help people who are blind. And I'll say, and? And people that have a problem with mobility that need speech recognition or people who are deaf that don't know what you're saying on a video or people with a learning disability. You know, I could go on and on. But people don't realize that accessibility covers so many different areas. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And I think that's the first distinguishing thing when people think of what you ask them what web accessibility is. And the first notion is, is, um, you know, we get all kinds of answers, and, and, and people think, well, if that means that uh, people that are deaf and blind don't have access to the Internet, they understand that. But then you say, what about that population of people just with low vision? Uh, that's a huge population. And then you think about people with dyslexia and color blindness and other cognitive issues that don't allow them to consume digital content the way everybody else does. Like I said earlier, that's a population of upwards of 15% of the world's population today. That's a huge population. So very few people ever sort of make that, that uh, connection when you talk about accessibility to, um, to digital content. And so part of our charge is obviously to, to, to educate people on that because I think um, myself not even realizing the, the size of that population when I came on board to everyone else out there that uh, is now sort of being introduced to this whole issue of digital accessibility or web accessibility, whatever terms they, they understand best, there is a huge learning curve. Um, and that's one of the things that we try to get out and promote every day. So I just enjoy the opportunity to be on your show, Joyce, and talk about it. Well, for, let's talk about it then. Yeah. What is the product? Can you describe the product to our listeners? Well, yeah, first of all, you know, Audio is a, you know, digital accessibility technology company, um, and it's headquartered in Tucson, Arizona, and the, the founders were two brothers that graduated from the University of Arizona, and one of them had a partial, was partially blind and felt strongly compelled with being able to build a technology that uh, would fix those accessibility issues, but also provide some tools that go over and above what is in the world today from an assist- assistive technology standpoint. You know, most people understand what JAWS is or VoiceOver or NBDA and those types of assistive technologies. They're sold to the individuals. Well, AudioWise created a software program that we sell directly to companies, educational institutions, governments, that put their that make their sites accessible, but also provide usability tools that then brings into leveling the playing field for all those other disabilities that we sp- just talked about. I mean, somebody that has low vision would love to be able to have a couple keystrokes to increase the font size of every website that has our service on it to just immediately do that when they come to the site uh, or change the font. We have a large population of people with dyslexia. Every time I go to a conference, we have asked people, I mean, you know, how many people do you know in your company have dyslexia? And they all start raising their hands. We do, we do. And they say, if we could just use a dyslexic font on all the websites, how much um, easier it would be and comfortable it would make our, our experience on a digital website. So we provide usability tools on top of making the site fully accessible from an international standard um, standpoint, the Web Content Accessibility Guidelines, which is seen as the international standard for accessibility. So we make the sites accessible by those standards, and then we add usability tools to make sure we level the playing field for each and every person that comes. Um, I always give the, <laughs> the visual of my wife, who, bless her heart, and happy Valentine's Day to you, honey. Um, it is her putting her reader's glasses on the end of her nose at night on her iPad doing her banking transactions. It reminds me every day of how many people with low vision really struggle with coming to most sites that, that, that they use. And it's our tool that we can now place on a site that within two keystrokes they can increase the font and put those reader glasses down and have an experience like everybody else. So we not only believe in accessibility at AudioEye, we believe strongly in usability. 
to in, to invoke an experience for everybody. Um, Joyce, there's nobody better than you that understands, you know, those with disabilities in this world. You can just immediately start thinking of so many people over and above those that are deaf and blind that have disabilities that affects their ability to use a, an Internet site. So that's what AudioEye is addressing. And our technology is just that, a technology um, that remediates a site, makes it fully accessible, like I said, and then we add the usability tools to allow everybody to have an experience um, unlike anything they've ever had before. So we're proud of it. Uh, we've had uh, just great success selling into all the different uh, governments and companies across this great country. So if I sound excited, I am. It is just a, uh, it's just a great opportunity to solve a major issue in our country, or the world for that matter. Sorry. And the name of the product is AudioEye. How do people find out more about that? Well, obviously you can come to AudioEye.com. We do a lot of, um, you can just come to our site and you can see the usability tool right in the bottom right-hand corner of the site. That's the first thing you'll see. But you also see a very accessible site. Um, everything is um, um, compatible with the WCAG standards. But for our 200 and, you know, plus customers out there across the world, we also have uh, made this uh, part of their, their Internet experience. Um, you know, we, we enjoy the, the company of some great customers, and for them to be able to um, get a month or a quarterly report that talks about all the people that have used the tools and how long they use them, it's just a great resource. And I think as I talk to leaders of companies across the, the country, I talk to them about how important it is, it, would it be for you to have a, a, an Internet site that allowed another up, upwards of 15% of people to have a user experience like, like they've never had before? Plus, I always like to add in the fact that their employees use intranet sites and access digital content all day long to either um, sell their product or to be able to just access some of their HR human resource um, info for, for their individual needs. So that is all digital, and it all needs to be accessible. And so I always remind them, it's not only your customers, it's your employees that uh, you should have your, your sites made fully accessible for. Well, you know what? We have right now a caller on the line, um, Todd, and then after we can even talk about audio I more. But, boy, if anyone understands disability inside and out, it is our caller. Tony, are you on the line? <laughs> I sure am, Joyce. Tony Quello, author of the ADA, and I always tell him, he's one person that if you're in the disability community or if you're talking to senators, presidents, I don't care who it is, you say Tony, and they know who that is. So, Tony, welcome to the show. Uh, Todd, this, what we have a Tony pleasure. Congressman, well, to have you on the I show. I want to tell you, you that what Joyce says you have to understand, uh, Joyce is one of my best friends, and so she always exaggerates. So you <laughs> need to put that in perspective. Um, She's not exaggerating I, in this case. I know that for a fact. It's great to be on the call, and, and I think it's fabulous that uh, you have reached out to the disability so much. I, I'm a big fan, as you know, of AudioEye because technology is the best friend that the disability community has. Uh, we have been able to uh, access uh, be like everybody else because of technology, and it makes uh, it possible for us to work, to travel, do all kinds of things. And, and in AudioEye's case, the great thing, as far as I'm concerned, is that it makes it accessible to everybody, um, all different kinds of disabilities, and in different languages. And I just, um, it's the type of thing that I'm really uh, very supportive of any way that we can make life better for those of us with disabilities. I aggressively support as I do AudioEye. And I might say to Joyce's listeners that uh, Todd has become a, a real advocate for our community, uh, understands it, and, and 
and running the company, he has done a great job. So, Todd, it's great to be on the call with you and to thank you publicly for all you do. Oh, Congressman, I, I really appreciate that. I'm humbled by your statement. I I came into this company, and uh, one of the first people I met was Tony Coelho, and he just uh, just emanates sincerity about this issue. And I, I can't thank you enough for being such an ambassador. Um, people who have heard your story fully appreciate the fact that um, there's a large population of people in this world that just struggle in a number of ways, and um, we're not uh, we're not uh, void of that. And from our knowledge standpoint, and I think you continue to remind everybody everybody every day. You know, we like I said earlier, we built this huge infrastructure called the internet, and somehow we forgot to get it exactly right and make it fully accessible for everybody. And that should be an easy thing for leaders of companies and governments to just say, you know what, let's make sure that happens because it's a big population and you know that better than anybody. And thank you, thank you, sir, for all your advocacy on this issue. I, uh, well, I, sure I heard you a little bit at the end before I got on. And I think the one thing that uh, people need to know is that not only is this important for uh, customers or uh, folks that need to use the Internet, but it's also important for uh, people uh, that are work for you and so forth, yeah. um, as you indicated. And I think that the other thing is is that once a company uh, it's known that it is accessible, then you're going to get uh, people with disabilities coming uh, to the site to use uh, the connection uh, because they want to be involved and be able to uh, – do what they need to have done as opposed to depending on other people to do it for them. Um, I always say, as Joyce knows, is that, you know, give me the right to fail and I can succeed. Uh, but if you don't give me the right to fail, I'll never succeed. And yeah. so what AudioEye does is, you know, permits us as individuals to uh, connect and, and the opportunity to fail just like everybody else does. And, yeah, and then as a result of trying succeeding uh, like other people do. So that's the key, and I, I love you guys for what you're doing. And, Tony, um, being that, you know, your whole life has been about employment, you also know very well, first of all, you, you are wanted to break down all barriers with the ADA, and I know you're still committed to employment, but as you well know, people, uh, whether they're deaf or a person who is blind or has dyslexia may be prevented from applying to a job if the website is not accessible. That's right. Or the other thing is I always talk to include uh, people with physical disabilities, uh, no limbs of of some sort, uh, but all kinds of physical disabilities because it's voice activated. So you can connect uh, with the Internet by this system, and that's that's what excites me. It's of course uh, uh, those of us with um, you know uh, hidden disabilities, as we call them. Um, and, but people with physical disabilities uh, have trouble uh, connecting with the internet, and this uh, uh, program uh, permits them to connect. That's that's really exciting. As I said when I started, was that. It applies to all disabilities, and that's exciting. Yeah, you you state that uh, very very well, Congressman. I think that um, I always say this about the fact that you know the world's largest infrastructure being the internet is technology. You know, technology got us into this problem, and I really believe technology needs to get us out of the problem. And that's why we're so excited about the audio I solution is that. We can take a site, make it accessible through technology, and then we can provide these really state-of-the-art usability tools that make sure that we include all the other disability like those <clears throat> um, with mobility issues that um, can't access the Internet or use it even at all. With, but with our tools, with voice recognition, we now have that ability to do that. So that is the future, you know, is to be able to make sure that we level the playing field, that everyone that comes to a site has the ability to use it. So that's what makes it uh, exciting to work in this field. And, Congressman, we can't thank you enough for all you've done. 
to be such a well, large the thing, advocate. The other thing uh, about uh, audio eye is that there is no other company uh, that does all that you do, and that uh, you know other uh, companies do part of, etc. But no other company does all that you do, and and uh, the more successful you are, the more people uh, who of different disabilities can access the internet. And I think from a company, from a marketing point of view, uh, that's really uh, very very important. So. I applaud you for it, and Joyce. Thank you for that. Be, it's great to be on the show um, with you and and Todd. So thank you, Tony. Thank you for calling in. It is always an honor when you call in. So and you have a Tony. I have something to say to you. Happy Valentine's, Happy Valentine's Day. Day to you. <laughs> Happy <laughs> Valentine's Day, and thanks for calling in. Thank okay, you, sir. Thank you, Joyce. Thank you, Todd. Bye bye. Bye now. I have to say, Todd, to get an endorsement from Tony Coelho is uh, very is very powerful. I I literally have chills going running down my back. I just the fact that he came on the call is just is so meaningful. That's just uh, that's just who he is. I mean, he continues to advocate every day about this about accessibility and just on behalf of people with disability across this globe. And uh, what an ambassador! I feel very humbled at the fact that he didn't take the time to come on this on this show and, and talk to us. Mm-hmm. How great that is. It is great. Uh, and one more time, going back to uh, the technology product, AudioEye, uh, for corporations listening, this does provide accessibility for all types of disabilities, not just uh, users who are deaf or blind. Is that correct? Yeah, that's really an important statement. And I, as I alluded to earlier, I mean, <clears throat> this technology addresses the, uh, the accessibility for the deaf and blind right up front and makes that a, a major, major uh, uh, important aspect of the technology. But we took it even further and elevated it to make sure that we include all te- all all disabilities as much as possible. So like we said, um, just... Those um, those with a visual um, low vision issue, those that have dyslexia or color blindness, or some, you think about one in sixty seven kids today are born with some somewhere on the spectrum of for, for autism, and how they consume digital content is different. Um, we talked a lot to the veterans and. Uh, PTSD uh, creates issues for people that use the Internet um, and how they consume it. So we can literally allow them to use our tools to create an experience that's that's meaningful to them and comfortable for them and then set it so every time they come back to that site, that same experience is there for them. They can use it the way they set it uh, the first time they came to it. So... It has a, that personalization aspect to it, which I really believe is the future of the Internet. How someone uses each site is going to be different and unique for each user. And we're, out, we're way out in front on that, so from an usability standpoint. And that's important to us. And as Tony mentioned, uh, one of our newest technology features is our ability to just um, have uh, voice interaction with a site Somebody with mobility issues is not able to use a mouse or a keyboard. There's the ability now um, to voice interact, much like Siri and Alexa does from a personal assistant standpoint. Now you can do it within a site. So if you wanted to apply for a job, you could just now voice interact and go through a job application. And you can see that technology on our AudioEye site. It's... uh, about to be launched um, within the next few months. Uh, we've been in beta for a while and we're really excited about that. Wow, that is awesome. Um, yeah. And one other thing, you know, there are a lot of companies today, you know, are, as I always say, at one time, people living around the world that seemed like so just, wow, we'll never, you know, talk to them or interface with them. But as you know today, we are in a global world. So for any businesses listening, here's a question I have. Can you get this in different languages? Yes, we can. You know, that's one of the really great things about it as well. Tony also mentioned we we provide this uh, in 
um, technology in 25 native languages. So we, um, that's, that's a good majority of the native languages, but the better aspect of it is, is we, we try to subscribe it in the areas of the world um, specific to their dialect. As you know, uh, Mexican Spanish is different than Spanish sp- spoken in Spain. So we have a dialect specific to Spain as well as a dialect specific to uh, the Mexican Latin American countries. Same with French. You know, Canadian French dialect is different than the, that French spoken in, uh, in Paris or the, the country of France. So we have different dialects specific to the... Uh, so when somebody comes on and they hear the, the player talk to them from a voice standpoint, for those that are blind, they're gonna, it's going to be in their dialect, in their native region. And we're really excited about having that available to folks as well. You know what? That is awesome. I mean, even yeah. to the dialect. Wow, yeah, that is really impressive, Todd. Yeah. Well, we're, we're you know, we want to make it an experience that's comfortable and usable and obviously fully accessible. So that's what we're all about here at AudioEye. So do you have Pittsburghese yet? <laughs> I wish we did. You're going to have to work we'll, on that we'll one. That on may, that. We'll make sure yeah, that's on the next version. Yeah, that, that one may be a little bit more complicated for people to understand, but you'll have to, you'll have to work on that one next. Yeah. But with that, hey, listen, we're going to get ready to go to break. If you just joined us, we're talking to Todd Bankafier, the CEO of AudioEye. And we're going to come back and talk more about this technology product. This is Joyce Bender, America's Voice, where disability matters at voiceamerica.com. Don't go away. We'll be right back with Todd. Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. For those in leadership positions with corporations, governments, nonprofits, and educational institutions, please pay attention. Are you aware that 10 to 15% of your potential clients are unable to use your websites properly? At AudioEye, an advanced technology has been created that eliminates accessibility issues and levels the playing field for all. Make the Internet a meaningful resource for millions of more people. Go to AudioEye.com. More accessible, more usable, more people. Call on AudioEye today. Visit AudioEye.com. Since 1985, Bender Consulting Services has served as a national leader in advancing employment of people with disabilities, including veterans with disabilities, with private sector companies, and federal government agencies. Bender assists customers with achieving their diversity and workforce inclusion initiatives by tapping into a talent pool of individuals seeking professional positions, including those in the STEM fields. In addition, Bender services include disability employment consulting, training and technology accessibility through their high-test line of service. For more information, please visit www.benderconsult.com. Hi, I'm Greg Grunberg from the TV show Heroes. One of my personal heroes is my son, who, like more than 3 million Americans, has epilepsy. When someone with epilepsy is having a seizure, their brain is temporarily producing more electricity than their body can handle. They can shake or stare or fall down. They can also even briefly lose consciousness. If you see someone having a seizure, please make sure they're comfortable and safe. And within a few minutes or less, the electrical overload will stop and they will be okay. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org. Thank you. Get the news on our shows and other happenings by following us on Twitter. Find us at VoiceAmericaTRN or Twitter.com forward slash VoiceAmericaTRN. If you have a question or comment, call in toll free at 1-866-472-5788. Now please welcome back the host of Disability Matters. Here's Joy Spender. Hey, welcome back. And if you just joined us, we are talking to Todd Bankafier, the CEO of AudioEye, a great technology product to provide inclusion for all people with disabilities 
through accessibility. I always say, in the old days, it was just, can I get through the door? Now it's, can I get through the uh, website? So, you know, this is a great thing uh, that you're doing. And, Todd, if I understand, even we mentioned this on the break, you work with both the private and public sectors. Um, Could you talk about that for our listeners? Absolutely. Um, It's important to know that uh, this isn't specific to just companies. You know, obviously we have governments that uh, across the globe And some countries <clears throat> are moving faster than others. Um, it's good to see, like, the, the country of Mexico and the advances. They're actually a leader right now. They're just uh, moving quite um, rapidly to make sure that they start moving their governments towards full accessibility on their, their websites. But, yes, we do sell um, to both public and private sector. And I think uh, one of the areas of, the, the public sector that is really important to, to sort of get moving forward are really schools. I think if we need to educate the, the population of the world, we need to educate, have this prevalent in uh, not only K through 12, but obviously secondary higher ed um, colleges across the globe. And today we're, you know, we, we have a number of customers in those, both those areas. Um, I don't know if you People know this, but the Seattle public school system um, was under a lawsuit um, a year ago about just that, the the, um, accessibility to some of the web content. And uh, they went through an RFP process, and we were announced the winner of that um, in December of last year, and it, it involves 99 public schools. So when you think about that, you think about we now are going to make 99 public schools fully accessible for not only people that come to those sites every day, but for all of their teachers and students and administrators that use all the digital content that's involved in, in running those schools and, and uh, providing education for the students um, going forward. And when we talk about that 15% of the population that has a, some struggle with using the Internet, I think about all the students that uh, when they go home at night and they got to dial into their sites and uh, use their 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 systems to, for homework and for communicating with their teachers and all those things. To now have it fully accessible for them is just going to be a game changer, and I, that's why I feel so strongly about getting the educational institutions of our <clears throat> in our country and around the world to sort of take on this issue of digital accessibility and move to make all their digital content accessible. We have a technology to do it. Um, you know, as I said earlier, technology got us into this problem. I really believe technology needs to get us out of this problem, and I feel really strongly about the fact that we now have something that somebody can purchase and use and make the sites fully accessible and usable so that we can now level the playing field. And uh, I just get excited thinking about those students logging in at night and being able to uh, get their homework or submit their homework and have an experience like uh, they should. And um, that's where we're really excited about working in the public sector. Um, We also do business with the federal government here in the United States. Um, We've um, infiltrated that bureaucracy (laughs) and been able to now do business with a number of the the major uh, government institutions um, in our country and you think about some of those where people need to access services each and every day, it's sure going to be nice to know that they now have the ability to to fully access it the way they should. And um, that has been a, been a real focus of mine personally as a mission for AudioEye is to uh, think about those like at the VA and, and organizations like that, the Veterans Administration, um, being able to access uh, digital content um, and to be able to get to the services they need in a much easier and, and comfortable fashion is real important. So this is really a mission <laughs> for us. Uh, I think you would say to every person that works for our company is just excited each and every day when they get out of bed knowing that what we're doing is hopefully making an impact out there. And we just feel, find it a true pleasure to uh, work in this space. Wow, that is really great, though. You work in all those areas. And just as you said, with schools 
think of all those students at schools that could use this product. Yeah, Um, that makes me happy knowing that uh, we're starting to to allow those students that uh, might have some disability that just doesn't allow them to use an Internet site the way everybody else does. And just imagine making making that comfortable for them, how important that is. Well, I agree with you 100%. So, wow, you're talking about a lot of exciting things. Uh, so, what are we to expect from AudioEye in 2017? Well, we're going to keep moving on this mission that I find just to be really exciting. But I think we're, um, you know, we're focused in a number of, you know, vertical areas. Like I said, the education and government being a very important uh, place for us. Um, Obviously, the financial services industry in our country is really now under a a siege from a lot of uh, people that are pushing through demand letters or lawsuits, the notion that uh, banks, obviously, for all the obvious reasons, people find the transacting on bank sites probably some of the most highly visited sites in in the world. So, of course, it makes sense for those sites to, to move quickly to make sure that they're making those you know that 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 experience fully accessible for everybody. I think um, from a goal standpoint, I'd really like to see us continue to um, move the the colleges in our country and in, in this in the school in the K through 12, you know, to adopt digital accessibility. Make that a top priority because I really believe that you start educating. Uh, students about this, they then will enter into the working world and have full understanding of digital accessibility. So I just submit to every computer information science class, CIS class in this country, um, if you're a professor, to really think about injecting accessibility coding into your curriculum and to make sure that, that students come out of your class with a full understanding of of uh, digital accessibility. That would be a huge starting point to sort of move those students from those classes into the working world so that when they start building new sites, that they do it with accessibility in mind from the beginning so that we build all new sites in the world with with an understanding that um, uh, accessibility uh, issues exist and that that 15% of the population deserves to have those sites made easier and comfortable for them in their usage. So I'm really an advocate for this, as you can tell. I um, really believe audio has a strong um, position in trying to move that forward, and I would, would submit that for everybody out there that's in this space to just uh, really encourage your local school districts and your colleges and to make sure this becomes an issue of priority and an understanding um, from the student all the way up to the president of the college. Now, that's a, uh, certainly a good message to, uh, to carry forward. So now you have, we've talked about so much, but for business leaders who are listening to the radio show right now, uh, what would you say are some of the main benefits for them uh, of working on digital accessibility, specifically with your product? Well, I would say that if they're unaware of the issue, just sort of learning about it is really important. I think they should dive in and understand the issue itself. We've talked about it during the course of this show. Just the fact that there is upwards of 15% of the world's population not able to use digital content like the other 85% of the world is a huge problem. And you think about millennials, just just like take that age group. They, I would say... (laughs) My children are in that group. You know, they they can't even get out of bed in the morning without using their digital device, and that's just part of their who they are. That's going to be part of their world going forward from here on out. So as they grow older, they're going to continue to use those devices, and for them to not be able to fully access or be able to fully use uh, the content that's on those devices is obviously is going to become more and more of a, a problem. So. Taking this issue and um, understanding what it means to not only your customers but your employees and understanding that's if those two constituencies are not important to you, <laughs> I don't know what is, but uh, you think about that and you think, well, everybody's coming to our site. I hope they all have the same experience. Well, currently, if you haven't 
remediated your site, they don't. And secondly, if your employees are coming to work each day and probably not revealing that they have a, you know, a form of dyslexia or some, some, um, some maybe color blindness even, people that have color blindness, color blindness come to a site and if it's in odd colors for them, they're not going to be able to, to uh, comprehend it the way everybody else does. So think about those people as your employees and having them be able to access their, their uh, human resources information or part of the Internet sites that, use, that the company uses to, uh, to uh, help their customers either learn or um, um, uh, provide information about their products or services. Um, employees need to have full access to that, and, and they're going to be you know, better at their jobs having a, a better experience on their Internet sites every day. So I would just say that to business leaders is think about this issue as, as it relates to who, how it affects your customers as well as your employees, and think about uh, making sure that you start to discuss this issue within your company. Um, decide to make it a priority, budget for it, and start moving forward on uh, making all your your digital content fully accessible for everybody. I think that's just most important for business leaders, government leaders as well, and educational leaders as well. I, I kind of group those all into the same category. But that just has to be something that uh, leadership has to take hold of. And I just think uh, in today's age... Um, with digital content being almost like water, so valuable to every each and every one of us. And to think about it not being fully accessible is just um, something that uh, I think everybody should take immediate action on. I really feel strongly about that. And Todd, you know, I was thinking about this. Didn't you tell me, uh, or I heard you say once, there was a customer that purchased this, and once they did, like their marketing staff was ecstatic because they felt like they had an edge with this? Well, you do. I mean, you just think that you know, we, we try to bring the marketing person of every one of our customers into the conversation, so we talk to them. Because the first thing that people think about when they think about this population is they think it's probably 2 to 3% of the world's population. That's the first thing we get back feedback from is they, they think the world of disabilities is only like 2 to 3%. And I think how wrong that is. And they, they need to be educated on the fact that people that consume digital content have um, – the, the the population of those that that uh, access the access digital content have a there's a much larger population that have struggles with it so that's the first thing and so the marketing people realize wow that's our customers that's the, the people that come to our site to buy and learn and uh, about our products um, if we are not making it accessible to that population we're missing out on a huge opportunity. So marketing people catch on immediately. It's, a, it's an easy, understandable issue for them. Um, I always like to get them in on the sales calls when we, <laughs> when we call on customers. And we can provide analytics, to our, and we do provide analytics for all of our customers that uh, have our services. Every quarter we send them a report and we tell them how many people are using it, how long they're staying on the site, what tools they're using, how long they use those tools. So they have full feedback as it relates to what uh, their customer base or people coming to their site are using and how uh, it justifies their, their expense. Oh, that is awesome. And that makes perfect sense to me. Uh, well, Todd, anyone listening to this show, I think, can tell how passionate you are and how much you love what you do. Uh, but anyone like you, and I've met Todd, and he's just a first-class individual. Uh, he has just such a high sense of integrity. Uh, so I say to myself, someone had to have this impact on you or someone that you looked up to somewhere in your life uh, so my question is, who is your role model? Well, Joyce, not a lot of people, uh, I mean, know this, but I, I lost my father when I was 10 years old, and so I, 
I really looked up to my grandfather as sort of my my most important role model during a good part of my life, and he was just a absolutely great man who grew up on a ranch in in Nevada and worked hard all of his life, and um, you know I just found him to be you know significant role model in my life when I think about people that have made an impact on me. He just you know, he raised a family, worked on a ranch, he he walked in his faith all the time and made, most importantly, a really um, significant amount of time he provided to give back to his community. Um, he was the mayor of my hometown for almost 10 years. Um, and he always, you know, just told me to, you know, look people right in the eye and tell them nothing but the truth and always do what you say you're going to do. And I just remember that like it was yesterday, and he just had a significant impact on my life, and I uh, I think about him often, and uh, I think about the, the impact he's had on my life, and I'm grateful for it. Well, wouldn't he be proud? Yeah, I hope so. I'm sure he would be. And isn't it amazing, though, how I always tell people, remember, there can be a child watching, and, you know, it's amazing the impact, in this case, a really good impact, that you can have on someone's life. Yep. I, uh, I watched every movie made when I was around them. It's just funny how that works. And I saw you are absolutely right, Joyce. Just young people are so impressionable by the, the, the modeling they see by people that are older than them. And so uh, every time you're... With somebody, uh, just remember that you're modeling and that your your actions speak loudly and will have an impact on them, especially children. And so I'm uh, so grateful to my grandfather because he just he did things that uh, I've never forgotten about. And probably most importantly, just his his work ethic and his ability to always find ways to give back to his community. I mean, work on a ranch all day. And then he'd go to City Hall at night and, you know, work those long hours as a mayor of my hometown. And um, I just had deep admiration for that. And how how do I know he never complained about all that? Never once. Yeah, (laughs) I figured that. Never once. Well, so, Todd, um, look what you've done. You've already, as I said with your background, you've already accomplished so many great things in your life. Uh, But if you had to focus on one thing, what would you say has been your greatest accomplishment? Ah, well, Joyce, you know me. Um, Acknowledging Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior is my truly greatest accomplishment. Um, I try to um, have, have the deepest respect and love for each individual I come in contact with. It's just to... I believe, uh, you know, Jesus Christ represented in in the world, and that's what I try to do, and I obviously fail miserably many, many times. But I also have to look to my three beautiful children, um, all in college now, as being sort of some of the greatest um, accomplishments in my life, those three, and my wife on this Valentine's Day, I can't forget most important person in my life, my wife, Kimberly, and she's my rock and my best friend, and I'm just um, so truly grateful for those accomplishments and those those um, people in my life. Um, so that's that's who I am in a nutshell, Joyce. Uh, if, you, if you wanted me to describe it best, that's it. Well, that is great, great way. Um, and I have to say that when you're a person of faith, it certainly has an impact on your business ethics. So I can, I can truthfully relate to that, and I just think so highly of you, uh, Todd, and I wish AudioEye the greatest success this year uh, in business. And once again, AudioEye.com. So if you have a question, go to AudioEye.com, tell someone else, so they can hear about this great product. So, Todd, what message would you like to leave with our listeners today? Well, first of all, happy Valentine's Day to everybody in the world. I think love is obviously the, the greatest 
thing we have going for each and every one of us. And uh, to love somebody and be loved, I don't think there's anything better in the world. But the thing I would submit to everybody as it relates to this issue of digital accessibility, I think that's um, really recognizing the significant uh, population of people affected by it. Um, if you're a leader of a company or a government or an educational institution, I would suggest that you pull together your team and start talking about it and determine how you can move forward because um, it is a new and upcoming and, and up, you know, a rising issue in the world, but so many people still don't know about it. So if there's just a few people out there listening today that just sort of haven't uh, had the time to to, think, to talk about it amongst your your companies or your educational institutions, I would suggest that you start and just make that move forward and say, you know, how important is it that everyone that comes to our website or uses our kiosk or um, has a has an ability to, to use our intranet sites as an employee have the ability to have a level playing field when they come there, um, meaning everything's fully accessible and usable. I think that's just the, probably the most important message I can say is think about that um, and move forward and make a, make a plan and uh, move forward on digital accessibility. I think it's just a, a valuable and um, an important issue in our world today. And to all those out there like uh, me here at AudioEye and all the employees uh, of AudioEye um, that are fighting for digital accessibility, I just thank you and let's stay united. And Joyce, you're at the you're the head of the pack for that 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 advocacy. Thank you for all you do uh, for this show. The impact that you've had with this show um, is significant, and I can't thank you enough. Thanks for the opportunity to be a part of it. Absolutely. And it was an honor to have you with us, Todd Bankerfear, CEO of AudioEye, this great technology product to provide accessibility for all people with disabilities. And you know we end every show with a quote. And today, I love this quote. It's from Booker T. Washington, who says, there are two ways of exerting one's strength. One is pushing down, the other is pulling up. Booker T. Washington. This is Joyce Bender, America's Voice, where disability matters at voiceamerica.com. Be with us next week when we talk to Matt McCullough. See you then. Voice America would like to thank you for tuning in. Please join us next Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time for another installment of Disability Matters right here on the Internet Leader and Talk Radio, voiceamerica.com.